This is the JLB Podcast, Conversations to Expand the Mind. Doing dumb things, aka the most important thing I learned at UCLA was how to properly waste my time. Countless hours of my life have been spent doing things that will never amount to anything. In college, everything we're supposed to do is very clear. It is fairly common knowledge that everyone needs to take courses in order to graduate with a degree. It requires choosing a major, understanding requirements and prereqs, enrolling in certain courses that are offered in certain parts of the academic year, and making sure you're on track for a timely graduation. It is obvious that good grades are a primary target, which requires studying and attending class, purchasing books and reading them, taking notes and attending office hours occasionally. It is clear that involvement in different clubs, recreational, academic, or professional is a good idea. It requires searching for, engaging with, and eventually joining and committing to certain groups and people and their rules. You see, college is a well-structured challenge. It is challenging, but it's well-structured. Each aspect of of college life is well understood and easily grasped. The academic calendar is universal across your campus community. The difficulty and consequent necessity to devote time to study is universal. And the desire and pursuit of internships or work is also universal. Everything is laid out in a clear framework of receive structured challenge, do, reap near immediate results. Receive another structured challenge, do, reap near immediate results. And the cycle goes on. Within this structure, it is very difficult to do anything abnormal. It's very difficult to break out of this structure because the process makes it easy to understand why you're doing X, because Y is guaranteed to be the outcome. We have syllabi that tell us exactly this. You put in X effort into this class and Y will be the outcome. It's a guaranteed outcome based on the difficulty that is preceding that outcome. It's a well-structured challenge. Within this challenge, we are implicitly or explicitly told not to waste our time on anything other than is what is necessary, quote unquote. Any energy or work devoted to things outside the bounds of the tight feedback loop of college, do, reap near immediate results, etc., is easily perceived as a waste of time. You have a paper due in 48 hours and an exam in 16. This is how UCLA students measure time. These are clear targets with clear pathways to success. Sit down and write the paper or study for the exam and obvious outcomes, either a good grade or a bad grade. After living within this framework for an extended period of time, our minds become accustomed to seeing life this way. Receive structured challenge, do, reap near immediate results. But what happens when we're not fulfilled or even entirely satisfied with the contents of our spoon-fed structure of struggle and reward? What happens when we feel the desire to reach beyond the framework within which everyone and everything around us exists? Let's say you want to read a book on a topic entirely unrelated to your major, the work you're doing, or even the clubs you're involved with. This is the framework you operate in. Select topic out of millions with no guidelines other than your heart slash mind. Devote time and energy to something with no clear consequences attached to its completion. Feel guilty that you're wasting time on something with no reward when you have an exam in 16 hours. Finish the book. Receive no clear benefit, no letter grade, no advancement in the structure, and no paycheck. Versus, receive a structured challenge, do, reap near immediate results. Which do you think is easier to live within? Which do you think leads to open minds, ambitious goals, and the flexibility necessary to thrive in the real world? College doesn't foster the kind of growth 
that I needed after deciding not to go to law school. It does not make room for the process of searching, growing, and discovering what I needed to make sense of a world full of too many questions and not enough answers. Which brings me to the most important thing that I learned during the last year of my outrageously expensive time in college, which was how to properly waste my time. I began a process of using time on things that had no connection to my grades or progress in school. No paycheck attached, no one taught me what to do or how to do it, and they had zero promise of success. It was all done in faith, and it was terrifying and at times sickening to do while simultaneously living within the university structure. The structure of receive structured challenge, do, reap near immediate results. And yet I couldn't be happier with my decision to waste my time. Every hour I spent reading a strange book for no good reason other than curiosity and a desire to grow, every long article I wrote that no one ever read and possibly no one ever will read, every carefully crafted message that never received a response, every event that took two hours to get to via the bus, at which I felt I made no progress, every minute wasted was a minute truly invested. Every minute I devoted to a non-university related endeavor was a minute added to my true education, the education that was worth far more than the 47 k a year that UCLA charges. I spent one year investing as many minutes as I could spare and as many minutes as I could muster the discipline to invest in wasting my time in this strange, unstructured world outside the classroom. I won't lie, many of my investments never went anywhere. Notice I did not say they didn't pay off, because in reality the lessons I learned from the times I did poorly were stronger than when I succeeded. I can show you hundreds of words that I've worked long and hard to write that no one will ever read. I can show you hundreds of messages through Gmail, LinkedIn, UCLA One, and even Tumblr that no one will ever respond to. I can tell you that there were dozens of events that I lost the courage to show up to or where I left early because I couldn't handle the pressure of being in an environment where I wasn't comfortable. But perfect investment track records don't exist. This is why it is better to be prolific rather than perfect. More is better than perfect. If I had written only one article and stopped since no one read it after I spent five hours crafting it and because of the fact that it still kind of sucked even after five hours, my life would be less amazing than it is today. In fact, my life would be entirely different than what it is today. Instead, I continued to devote time to something with no clear reward, writing, and I continued to reap the benefits even up to today. If I'd only written 10 cold emails slash messages and become discouraged after they never received any responses, I would not have the mentors and friends that I have today that so deeply enrich my life and make me who I am every morning when I wake up. Instead, I continue to write those messages, knowing that the more I send, the better chances I have of getting through. You get the idea. Everything I did for a year was in bulk. More emails, more books, more articles, more questions, and more answers. The more I searched and the more often I placed myself in environments that might provide answers, the more answers I found. The process of finding answers in the real world could not be more different than the process we learned to find answers in college. There is no wiki article or Sparknote summary or Google Docs study guide to life. If you have questions that reach beyond the small world of college, cubicle, dog, spouse, fancy car, then you'll have to get creative in your search. Questions about your purpose, what you're interested in or good at, questions about success and giving back and legacy in relation to the short time span of our lives, these questions can be answered. If you don't even know the questions that you need to ask, which is where I was a year ago, 
you not only need to get creative, you also need to get consistent and disciplined in your search for both questions and answers. But both the answers and the questions can also be found. It doesn't matter where you are, there's a way forward. Perhaps the hardest part of all of this is the ambiguity. Part of this whole thing is searching for something that you don't even know exists. You don't know what it's called, you don't know where to find it, you, don't, you might not even recognize it when you first see it. If you've ever sat down with Google open and a vague idea in your head, maybe of a song lyric or something, you know it can be daunting to have everything at the tips of your fingers, but yet not actually know what part of the everything it is that you're looking for. It's like looking for a needle within a haystack and not actually knowing what a needle is. If the answers were easy to find, then you'd have them. So why then do we shy away from the hard work? I'm telling you to put in the hard work today, and it will always pay off. I promise you. Thank you so much for listening to the JLB podcast, Conversations to Expand the Mind. Have a nice day, and we will see you again soon.